Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fully Accountable Podcast. My name is Leia Vahere. Well, guys, I am excited to be podcasting from my newly set up office here in my new house. I had a little bit of a technical issue that I was dealing with, just with some, you know, microphone stuff, computer stuff. That's how it goes. Whenever you're like moving your system around, um, you always have to kind of reconfigure things and get everything up and running. It's so funny because like when I, it's like you plug everything in, you set it all up and like it should work. But for like some reason, this USB cord is like no longer working or I don't know. There's just like so many things where I never quite understand how technology just decides to stop working. Um, But whatever, you know, I was like listening to, because I always do little test runs where I kind of, you know, play back to see how my voice sounds and everything. And it sounded so echoey, like echoey. And I was like, what is going on? And it turned out like my settings were set for like my computer mic to be like picking up my voice and not my actual microphone that you're hearing me speak on right now. And uh, so whatever, just had to get some things ready because it sounded like shit. So had to fix that. Um, I am, like I said, I am in my new place. It's kind of wild that so much has like changed and taken place in like, what, like three weeks, maybe two weeks. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Um, November has already been a little bit of a intense month. I mean, we're literally one weekend. Uh, Tomorrow will be like nine days into the month. And I'm already like, what is going on? This is such like a shadow month. Um, If you listen to Eliminations, you will hear that Leanna has spoken about how this is like very much like the shadow month which what is the shadow the shadow is like the darker part of us it's our wounding it's our triggers it's like the darkness within ourselves that we need to clear and transmute into light right and um that (laughs) has already been coming up for me in so many different ways and I'm just like fuck my life so it's good though because you know if anything when we have awareness, we can um, move through it, I think, a lot easier and a lot quicker. And we can almost like not get hung up on it because we know it's like it's not the end of the world or this is just something that we need to move through or we're not crazy or, you know, like all the things. Um, and it's always interesting watching how people navigate these energies um, like around me. So you know, if you're in like the spiritual community, if you have spiritual awareness, or even if you don't, and you're just kind of like, even just seeing what's going on in the world with like, on the brink of like World War Three taking place and like all this darkness and all this terrible stuff happening. And then maybe even just like, you're not even watching that, but you just feel like your own personal shit feels like intense. Just know like you're not alone. Like we are all connected in some way or another on an energetic level. So whether it's on like the grand stage of the world or whether it's in your own home, you know, like we can feel like these intensities and these energies in our own uh, microcosm way. And then on like 
the big grand scale ways, right? So just like know that you're you're not alone in this and you're not crazy for feeling this. Um, and it's going to pass and we're going to be able to move through it. But what I mean by like what I always find it interesting, like watching almost like strangers like navigate this stuff, right? Like seeing people... Um, in the like in the neighborhood like I moved into like this new neighborhood and I already have like the old little ladies spying on me you know wondering who I am you know like checking in making sure I'm following the rules or whatever else and it's just like huge eye roll it's funny but it's like also kind of an eye roll I realize like that I'm so used to almost like living in the country and like (laughs) kind of like doing my own thing. And even when I didn't live in the country and I lived in like a big city like Toronto, like couldn't tell you my neighbor's name, couldn't even tell you what they look like, never saw them once. Everybody, like there is zero sense of community there. So it's like going from one extreme to the other because this area that I moved to is very like, you know, little gated community, HOA, like all, and if you've ever lived in an HOA, like, you know, it's a fucking, it's, it's bullshit. (laughs) Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like their own little world that they have to, um, keep in order and they have everything, you know, in order. So it's just funny, um, kind of, you know, feeling or watching people react that way. And, um, it's a nice little wake-up call because like when you live your life a certain way where you're like a very honest transparent person like with me I'm pretty much the exact same person uh in all interactions no matter who I'm around or what kind of groups of people I'm in front of like and I've always kind of been that way for the most part like obviously um I can read the room but I don't like alter my personality in any way to um make it you know to like fit in or something like that and so I always forget that there are like kind of conniving manipulative people out there because when you aren't that way and you're just like honest and transparent um you totally forget that there are like gossipy and um kind of like I don't know like manipulative people out there and so it always like definitely catches me off guard and um makes me really 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 thankful that I'm not that way and um It's just like kind of a great reminder of how other people operate in this world, right? And I think that's kind of, I always think back to like Leanna's advice on how she says, you know, we're in this world, but we're not of it. And so it's like, I don't get swept up in any, when I see people react that way, or if I see people, you know kind of do like their little manipulative games or try to do their manipulative games um I just I just do not play like do not play remove your piece from the game board don't even engage don't even interact with any of that because um yeah I'm not going to get swept up in any of that because um that's not my reality and that doesn't need to be your reality either right and so but it's always interesting when you are in your like own little bubble And you get to be privy to other people's realities and their own little bubbles. And it can just make you really grateful for, you know, not for like 
not being in that kind of world, um, which is like a testimony, I think, to how far I've come, I guess, in like my life or in like the where I am in this stage. And I maybe this is like a good reminder for any of you who have also been doing the work and who has also made radical changes in your life that, you know, it's, it's really, we've probably created a really safe, nice bubble for ourselves. And sometimes when we interact with people outside of it, it's a, it's a nice little reminder of like, oh yeah, that's how people operate. Um, you know, they go back on their word. They don't show up. They live out of integrity. They, um, you know, aren't accountable, like all those kind of things. And it's like, you know, you just choose, you can choose not to get mad. You can choose not to let your like emotions run the show and, um, take the bait and you can just choose to observe and be thankful that you're not them. You're not in that energy frequency and then keep moving forward. And that's something that I, you know, choose to do on a daily basis whenever I come into, um, you know, interactions of that kind of stuff. And not that I've had any like extreme interactions, like clearly not like it's little ladies doing little old lady things, right? Like it's no big deal at all. But I'm just honestly thinking of some of my friends who are going through like bigger things um, that are kind of you know, just like annoyances, like it's just, you know, because people, um, the energy out there is destabilizing. And when things don't run smoothly, or when people, you know, act out of integrity, or um, kind of try to come after you, like, you, you got to stand your ground and um, just move through the motions that are yeah, being thrown at you and, you know, figure it out. But just not let it consume you and stay out of that victimhood energy, which, you know, obviously the people I surround myself with um, work really hard at navigating the ebbs and flows of life and uh, absolutely stay out of, you know, victimhood energy because they're all doing the work and they're all being accountable for their lives. And um, yeah, I just think it's super, super, um, amazing to see how people, you know, in my life, how they navigate different things, because I find it always like really inspiring. So anyways, um, yeah, so it's just been really, it, like I've talked to some of you guys and I know a lot of us are feeling the intensities of the energy, whether it's in like our relationships, whether it's in career changes, not even career changes, but like expansion of career and expansion of business. It's like, we have so much to do. And when you have like, that when you kind of like look at like this a massive amount of work that needs to be done you just like want to take a nap because <laughs> your body feels like overwhelmed but um and I know I can kind of get like that where the goals I have on hand or the goals I have you know at the forefront of my mind can feel so grand that I just need to you know step back and not even look at them as at the size of the goal more so as 
it's just a goal and I just need to take one step every single day to bring myself closer to achieving that goal and not worry about the size, not worry about, you know, the massive undertaking, just more so of like, what can I do today to bring me closer to that goal? And um, I just find that, you know, it makes it, makes my brain feel calmer when I think of it uh, that way. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been, it's been really, really good. And I, you know, I just want you to know that, uh, you're not alone if you have been feeling, you know, any kind of intensities. Um, I think we're all going through it and, um, that's okay. And we're going to make, you know, we're going to move through it and it's going to be great. Um, and that kind of brings me to this week's, uh, theme that I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, on the Fully Accountable podcast. So I was thinking about, you know, what did I want to chat with, uh, you guys, you know, this week, I always try to think of different conversations that I've had and see how, what kind of signs or like messages am I getting that, you know, might be really relevant to, uh, the topic of conversation, um, today. And I had, you know, a couple really, really amazing conversations, just like random, uh, with some people close to me and, um, you know, some of them were around relationships and, um, just basically, you know, knowing when something's not right, but not taking action to, um, kind of set it to make it right, you know, whether it's like letting go of someone or, you know, taking the action steps in shifting the relationship um, because it's just not aligned anymore, even though you know it's aligned, but you feel responsible for that person. So you're still like holding out and showing up because you, you just know you can like handle it basically, um, even though you know it's not right. Um, and you have the awareness that it's not right. Um, so like this, this just brings me to the topic that I want to talk to you guys about, which is being accountable for your new standard of living. So what that means is after you've done, you know, some work on yourself, you've gained some insight on what, um, what patterns you've had done in the past or what kind of um, attitudes and behaviors you accepted in the past from other people, you know, like treatment, what kind of like, whether it was like, um, like for like me, like a, an old boyfriend, um, whenever he'd get into to fights, like this was like way back in the day when I was younger and um, he would, you know, call me, call me names, call me really, really mean names. And I accepted that and I allowed that and I would obviously like tell him don't do that you know you're not supposed to talk to me that way or you know like I would like fight back but I didn't take any action to like actually leave the relationship or say like nobody talks to me that way and exit the relationship and never give him another chance you know like I didn't have that level that standard set for myself for whatever reason whether it was like a self-worth issue or you know I was obviously getting other things out of the relationship that made me justify you know receiving that kind of treatment Um, and I just I didn't know how to 
um, I guess I just didn't know that like you could obviously tell a person like you don't want to be treated that way but like it also takes action of like not allowing that person to have access to you anymore when they don't change that behavior you know or if they don't change that that tone or that way that they interact with you you know like I definitely believe in giving people you know second chances of of course especially if they're like trying and they're healing but like it, there's some things that are just like hard lines in the sand that I think we all need to have that are non-negotiables. Like we've talked in other podcasts where you're prepared to walk away from the situation, the relationship, the job, the workplace, you know, if some if someone or something crosses that hard line in the sand. And so it's like, that's what I mean by being accountable to like these new standards that you set for yourself. So, um, when you have, when you do the work and you expand um, your awareness where, you know, like you're, you're connecting with Jesus, you're fine, you're, you're knowing that there's a bigger purpose out there. There's a bigger reason why we're all here. You're, um, you know, like you're just not living a surface level life anymore. And also, too, you're like changing up your your health, your lifestyle, you know, you're eating better, you're not binge drinking anymore. You don't want to gossip, you know, you don't want to be, you know, watch, you don't want to watch gossip um, TV shows or read gossip blogs or you don't want to gossip with friends. Like, you don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. It's like super low frequency. You don't like talking bad about people anymore. And so, like, you start changing these things. Um... So then it's also like, you know, when you're alone and you're not like exposing yourself to like other people and everything like that, it's like super easy to like, it's almost like eating clean at house. You know, it's like you keep all the junk out of your house. It's really easy to like make the clean food for yourselves, juice, um, read those, you know, the good books, uh, listen to the motivational podcasts, uh, work out, do all those things when it's just like you. But like, which is great and we can you know, do that for a certain amount of time. And I, you know, Leanna talks about when a person is really in deep healing mode, um, spending a significant amount of time alone is very crucial. It's very, very crucial because we need to work through a lot of these things on our own. Um, But, you know, the reality is we have to interact with the outside world. So whether that's like with relationships, family members, old friends, new friends, workplace, clients, whatever it is, um, when we enter into the world and we're interacting, we have to hold ourselves accountable to uphold those standards that we have for ourselves. So I guess what I'm saying is like when you're out and about and say you're in a friend setting or a friend dynamic, like don't be afraid to, you know, call your your old friends out or you know set that new standard even if you used to be like the most gossipy person ever don't be afraid to say like I actually don't do that anymore please don't talk about that anymore like I don't want to partake in that kind of energy anymore and and also you don't have to give a reason why you don't want to do that anymore or you can like for me personally I would I would hold myself accountable for the way I acted in the past and say like I've made a cognizant choice of like not to partake in that kind of behavior anymore 
Um, it's the same thing if like entering into the dating world, like say you've been single for a long time and you've done healing and you now are ready to embark in on the dating world. Well, you know, the universe is going to like send you people, place, things, experiences, and it's going to give yourself, it's going to give you the opportunity to say like, Hey, this is actually, you know, my my standard this is the kind of um relationship i'm willing to accept or this is the kind of treatment that i deserve even if you've like never had that before it's really interesting um to kind of put that in action and put that in place because on a like mental level you know you deserve that like you know you deserve you know the loving nurturing respectful relationship Um, But if you've never had that and then you enter into a new relationship and say if a person like crosses the line um, and this like not even like a serious relationship, like this could be like in the premature, premature, like just talking phases and they say something that's like out of line that maybe in the past you would have just like laughed off and sloughed off. Well, you're not that person anymore like you're not that person from the past anymore and so it's like it's your opportunity to demonstrate to the universe of like no I don't accept that kind of behavior anymore so I'm going to I'm going to make that known and you know you you voice your concern or you voice your opinion on it and you make the choice whether or not to continue on with the conversation or the friendship or you know, let it go. And that's what I found for like myself. Like there was a lot of stuff, especially in like friendship or like new relationships or which, you know, might not even go anywhere besides like just a talking phase. Um, I would laugh off or overlook a lot of things that like I necessarily didn't agree with or, you know, thought were maybe red flags. I I would always like tend to err on the side of like letting things go and not, you know, making a big wave, especially in the beginning of things Um, and just, you know, laugh it off. No big deal. Whatever. Not take anything too serious. And now, you know, I... More so, am much more cautious of that and much more um, aware of like when people kind of show up in your life, um, yes, everybody's on like their best behavior and they want to impress and they want to, whether that's in, you know, like a work relationship, business relationship, a new relationship, whatever it is, they, you know, are always on like their best behavior. But usually like people show you pretty quickly you know, they're true versions of themselves. And so um, I would, if I, you know, saw that now, or if I someone made like, I'm, you know, made a backhanded comment about, you know, me being vegan or something and saying like, well, that's stupid. You know, in the past, I would probably just kind of laugh that off and just be like, oh, you don't get it. But now, it's not, that's not so much going to be the case anymore. I'm going to look at them in a different light. I'm going to see like, okay, we're clearly not aligned. Um, I have no interest in having a friendship with someone who puts down other people's, you know, especially when it comes down to like 
animal abuse and, um, you know, health and, um, you know, having the belief of like, I don't want to consume our teachers. Um, I definitely am much more quick to, you know, alt control delete <laughs> a person of that frequency out of my life and not even bat an eye to it. When in the past, because of my wounding and wanting to be accepted or wanting to be liked or not wanting to make waves, um, I would have perhaps clung to that relationship or I would have, you know, laughed off something and I would have more so like tried to, I don't know, f- <laughs> like make myself aligned with someone like that who is clearly like not in the same frequency as me. Um, I definitely would have done that. And that would have all been because of, you know, wounding and wanting validation or wanting, you know, to be accepted. Um, And so now over the years, it's been a gradual progression for enforcing these new standards that I have for myself. And as I've enforced these new standards for myself, you know, things have just kind of sloughed away, you know, misaligned energies have just gradually uh, faded away, Uh, whether that's been friendships, people, places, things, whatever it is, they've just naturally gone away. And sometimes it feels like a lot and sometimes it feels very lonely and, um, Sometimes it feels um, really liberating and really, really great and like free. And what I've also noticed is that it's given me the opportunity to accept a lot more life, light into my life and a lot more love into my life. And it's also made me appreciate, you know, the really um, aligned, loving friendships that I do have now. Um, and because I'm not being distracted by, you know, this need to cling to these misaligned energies, right? And it's just, it's been, and that is something that you'll find is a gradual progression. Um, another aspect of like holding yourself to like these new standards, um, within your life is also like, maybe if you found yourself, you know, like, I guess if you're a really, really strong person who's like capable of a lot and brings a lot to the table and can like, you know, if you're the person in the family who can like handle, you know, a lot of stress or you kind of like the caregiver or caretaker, maybe you're like the oldest sibling in your family dynamic and, you know, your parents or your parent, if they were like divorced, really leaned on you to like help out in the home and so you're just used to taking on a lot and you and you know you can take on a lot. Um, if you find yourself in a role where you're almost like, you know, keeping people around um, who need you, but you don't need them. And I mean, honestly, you shouldn't need anybody. But like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you feel like I can't let them go because like they'll be lost without me or whatever. Well, just know that is ego. You're just know that that is a form and enabling them. And just know like you don't know what God has in plan for them. And 
you just need to remember like you're the biggest thing, the most important thing on this journey is your soul's journey. What is best for you? And when you do what is best for yourself and your soul, not what's best for your ego, not what's best for, you know, any sort of selfish kind of, you know, whatever, superficial ways. When you do what is best for your soul, that in turn is best for everybody. That is the best thing you can do for everybody. And whether or not you can see it right now, because, you know, you've been doing things one way and you've kind of created this like um, enmeshment with, you know, your relationships and they're very dependent on you and um, you feel very, you know, responsible for them. It's not, that's not your job to, you know, keep them around and take care of them in that way. Like they have to be accountable for themselves and they have to figure out what their standard is for their life and what they want to enforce on their life, right? If we are these like caregiving kind of people that, you know, are used to taking care of people um, and we, we're, we're just we're doing them a disservice. We're doing, we're doing, you know, that sibling a disservice or that partner a disservice or, you know, that parent a disservice because, you know, we've always taken care of them. It's just, it's such a typical um, cycle that people can get into. And if you don't break free from it, um, you'll, you'll end up, you know, living a life for everybody else but yourself. And I know a lot of us have done that. And a lot of us have seen parents do that. Or, you know, maybe you're in it right now where, you know, you're in a relationship where the individual, you know, will just be like lost without you. But um, you really just know it's not aligned anymore. Like, you don't know what is best for them, right? Only God knows what's best for them. All you can focus on, all that, all you can worry about is what is best for your soul? Like, what do you need to do um, that it keeps your soul in its highest path that is for your highest purpose? And the rest will fall into place how it's supposed to fall into place. Like, I know for myself, um, in the past, especially, I would cling to wanting to problem solve. Like I would want to try to create a plan of action that I could implement to make sure that everybody was good and that I was good, but then everybody else was good. And we had the solid plan and I'm, you know, troubleshooting any kind of possible problems. And it just is so stressful. It was so stressful. It kept me small. It kept me, um, you know, living for everybody else. It made me um, not take uh, the proper actions to really initiate myself and um, step up into like my own sovereign um role in my career, in my life, in my, you know, day-to-day being, because when you get into those kind of really enmeshed dynamics where you're like troubleshooting and you're having, um, a plan set in place for like everybody else and yourself, it's like you end up consulting a lot of people before even like taking action. At least that's what I found for myself. 
it was like instead of me just you know being taking onus for my own self and doing what I needed to do to get um myself to like the next level or whatever else it might be um I would have to consult everybody else that I thought would might be affected by my decisions and I'd have to get like their approval for it instead now I'm more so um go within and I make decisions that I feel are in alignment with my highest self that are I make decisions that are you know really rooted in my faith in God in Jesus in um what I think is you know the most expansive path even if I don't know the how of how I'm gonna do it I at least know that this feels like the most expansive route for me and um I don't I don't let myself get caught up in the noise of um getting everybody else's opinion on the matter and that has been awesome because let me tell you I have spent so much time so much energy on hours of conversations with other people trying to decide what to do instead of just doing it and I just like I remember um I was in like a group chat it was one of Leanna's groups and we were all talking about I think like it was like business and expansion this was like a couple years ago and I remember I said like something of like to the effect of oh because oh Leanna was talking about focus and having focus and staying in your lane and um taking action on you know the steps that push you closer to your goals not being enmeshed with other people not weighing having a bunch of other opinions weigh in on you know a decision you're going to make like kind of around the same lines of what we're talking about right now and I said half joking but like very serious in the group where I was like man I would be a millionaire by now if I hadn't wasted so many hours chit-chatting on the phone with like different girlfriends for hours like a day like back in the day man like I would spend an hour to two hours a day talking on the phone with a girlfriend every single day like every single fucking day and it would be about kids it'd be about her her husband it'd be about a divorce it'd be about this it'd be about a mother it'd be about a family member like whatever whether it was her or another friend or whatever, like I have spent hours instead of, you know, going in, going within myself, focusing on my business, focusing on, you know, just even one action item to bring me closer to my goal. Um, you know, fuck. In those two hours, I could have read a couple chapters in a book that would have helped me learn more about like the industry that I'm breaking into. You know, like there's just so many things. Like two hours is a long time. And if you do that every single day, um, yeah. So I remember I made that joke where I was like, fuck, I could be a millionaire uh, by now if I hadn't wasted all this time chit-chatting and wasting my energy on like these stupid things, not staying in my lane. And Leanna commented and she's like, yeah, you would be. And I was just like, fuck, like, fuck, why did I do that? Um, Why did I do that? Well, one, 
because it's a nice distraction. Um, it is just another form of like numbing out. It is a way to not be accountable um, for taking, you know, stepping up and taking action in my own business because that's the thing, guys. Like if you are, you know, stepping into a new role in your company, in your business or in say even in like the workplace, um, it is or you're wanting to start, you know, a business or you're wanting to start like a side gig of some sort, it is so much easier to like kind of numb out with like talking with a bunch of other people about their goals, their dreams, or even like their problems or their sort of, you know, trials that they're going through. It's so easy to give your energy to that than um, harness it into your own uh, growth and development within um, making money, like honestly, like within your business or your career. And why is that? Well, like for me, I think for me personally, the reason why I chose to like pick up that phone call and talk for a couple hours every single day is because if I had, so, and this is like my own self-doubt, this is my own like inner wounding, if I had, say, taken those two hours every single day instead of having those phone calls and I put it towards my business and I put it towards developing and I still failed, that would suck. So it's almost like a fear of failure that if I don't even try, if I don't even put in like the real effort and I just distract myself with other things, um, then... I never have to worry about, you know, failing in a sense, because if I give it up my all, if I'm totally vulnerable and I put it all out on the line, I put all my money into it, I put my blood, sweat, tears all into it and I still fail, like, oh my God, that would suck. So it's just easier not to try. It's just easier to help out a friend. It's just easier to kind of stay small and safe, right? And I know for me personally, um, I know where that stems from for myself in my journey um, of why I would even have like that, that train of thought. And mine stems from school. So growing up, I had, I guess, you know, like a learning disability where I really struggled with reading um I and I I never even really felt like I had a learning disability like it's not like like just wires would kind of get crossed where I would see um you know letters backwards or numbers backwards like like mild dyslexia but then at the same time um I really just it didn't click in my brain the way that they were teaching us how to like sound out words and spell words and all that kind of stuff, right? So I really struggled with with reading. And um, with that, um, well, reading's everything, you know, like, right, like in every subject, you need to know how to read. So it trickles down into struggling with, you know, understanding math problems or understanding, you know, different kind of um, scientific formulas or problem solving or anything like that. If you can't understand what you're reading, it's really hard to make, you know, 
you know, a critical decision or a, you know, breakdown and, and troubleshoot something. If I talked it out with someone verbally um, or watched a video, much, much, much different. Um, but actually like reading it and thinking uh, about the problem was a lot harder for me. So why did why is this like learning disability affecting me now as like an adult who not wanting to put all the, her full effort in towards something because of fear you know of failing is because um growing up I would study I was never a procrastinator I never put off anything I was always like a good student that way but um you know I would study and I would do all the things. I would make the note cards. I would do uh, write all the notes out by hand. I would re record myself reading out the notes. I would all of the things like you name it. I fucking tried it. You know, <laughs> flashcards, cue cards, highlighting, writing it out, recording myself, books on tape, um, watching videos, like all of the fucking shit. And and I would and also give myself an adequate amount of time um, before the test to study and study right up until the last minute of the exam. So doing all of that, putting all of that effort forward, um, and then I'd still walk away with like a fucking 65. And that fucking blue, man, that blue. Oh God, I hated that. <laughs> And, um, and so that's what I mean, where that's what I felt like I was putting all of my effort, you know, blood, sweat, tears into like this fucking biology exam, um, and like study, you know, two and a half, three weeks before the exam every single day to walk away with a 65 fucking blue. And so I think that's why there has been this new pattern or that pattern that arose in my career and adult self where especially like with starting a business is like oh if I don't put um all of myself into it um I won't get you know it, I won't get disappointed because I have put my all of myself into certain things whether it's like a relationship whether it was like school work and I got burnt hard and that has been something for me that I've had to work through. And I guess the reason why I'm bringing that story up is because um, in case some of you have, have done that, where you felt like you gave it your all and it still like landed flat. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because, you know, that it landed flat for me because it wasn't aligned, you know? When things are aligned and you give it your all, it's going to work out like it will. Because guess what? I have given it my all or I even gave it like 80% because I wasn't too sure, but it was aligned and it's turned out wonderful and it was easy and I, and it was rewarding and it was exciting and, you know, all the things. And again, I can relate it back to school. So in those subjects where I like was doing all the things um to you know pull off a fucking 65 percent grade I was not aligned in those subjects I was not aligned in that curriculum like I wasn't meant to be a science major that just isn't that wasn't aligned for me and my path and my brain like it just it just fucking wasn't and that's okay um but 
when I pivoted into business and I got into that curriculum, oh my God, high 80s, 90s, no fucking problem. Because it felt, it was just easy. It was like I was speaking my own language for the first time in my life. Like negotiations. I got like, uh, I remember I was like in, um, it was an amazing negotiations class. We had to do like one-on-one group negotiations like every, every week. And I fucking like just thrived, like personally, like I just thrived. I really, really enjoyed it. And then at the end of the semester, everyone took a vote of who they, um, who was like, they enjoyed negotiate, negotiating the best with. Because the, the ultimate thing uh, in that class that the professor was trying to teach was not so much getting exactly what you want, but getting, um, getting to a deal where all parties felt fair. Like they felt happy. They felt compensated. Maybe they didn't get everything they wanted, but you know, they walked away with a good feeling within themselves. And um, uh, I was, I don't know, I was voted the, I don't know, I was picked like the best negotiator, (laughs) the person that everybody enjoyed negotiating with. Um, And that was just because I, I was just in my wheelhouse. Like that was my wheelhouse. I enjoyed, um, you know, I'm, I just am kind of, I guess, wired for those sort of dynamics. And um, I'm wired to work with people that way and to um, just try to, you know, find a path, find a solution that everybody feels comfortable and confident with. Um, And all parties, you know, get just enough of what they need to feel good about it. So that to me is like, has been kind of um, a constant reminder for myself if I see myself kind of slipping into the realm of wanting to distract or wanting to fall into old patterns is I have to remind myself like I'm in alignment. I've done the work where I have, you know, navigated through the ups and downs of my life to get to this point right now where I know I'm in alignment with my life path, my business, my growth, my healing, my connected to my connection to God, to Jesus, that if I put all myself into it and I put all give it my all, it will be rewarded. Like it will pay off. The benefit will be there. And I can't hold on to, you know, those old past experiences where I felt like that's what I was doing, whether it was in, you know, like I said, the relationship or um, with school and it falling flat. So just know like if you are in a point in your life where perhaps you aren't quite in full alignment, so maybe you are currently in a school program right now and you are fucking trying so hard and it's just not working, like just know that maybe it's just something needs to shift slightly in the curriculum where you need to pivot into um, something maybe in the same field but just not in that specific subject and you're just going to thrive and blossom or whether it's maybe in your your business where it's like you're in like the right room but you just haven't niched down on like the actual topic or the the customer base that you want to um you know that you want to serve and like but once you do 
it's going to flow. And because I have felt it and I've seen it on both ends, wherein I've hit the walls of being <laughs> not in alignment and it feeling super fucking disheartening. And then I've been in the areas where it is in full alignment and it's so much like it just feels easy and things flow and the demand happens and the, you know, the, the universe supplies you with the demand that you've been praying for that you've been wanting for and I just I think it's really 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 interesting um to kind of see um both sides of the coin really and um and just know like that if you're in that that um that spot right now where you you have the awareness you've done the work and now all you need to do is start putting that strong message forth to the universe that this is the standard that you want to have in your life. Um, and so you start enforcing that standard and you start to see the people, places, things gradually just melt away with ease because they're no longer in alignment. And you then get to receive all the great, more aligned things come your way. And when you do that because they always say, you know, you need to cut away the bad to make room for the good or you need to cut away the misaligned to make room for the things that are truly in alignment for you. And it is so, so, so true. Um, and I think where people get hung up is almost like that waiting period, like that in the middle period where you've cut away all the bad or you've cut away all the no longer aligned stuff and now you're in this weird waiting period for all the good stuff to happen right and that's where like patience is virtue and patience is where we have to you know kind of be in that that I find that calmness just an inner peace knowing that that is all coming to you and I feel for me personally that's kind of where I'm at right now where I have, you know, been in alignment with one part of my, um, my company and my career. And we had a lot of like ease with the flow of work coming our way and the demand for it and everything, um, like with landscaping and everything. And now the season has came to an end. And now I'm in a new phase with my company where, um, I'm patiently awaiting, for this whole other branch of it to open up and expand and take off with the fertilizer side of things. And um, I know I'm in alignment. I know I'm taking every single step that needs to be taken to push it forward. And the biggest thing for me is focus and um, not being distracted and pulling my attention away so that I, you know, continuously put you know, my best foot forward to, to make that happen. And, um, you know, but again, not being too rigid in anything and not being too hard on myself with this whole move that took up some time and put a, you know, um, kind of took me out of my flow. And then even with like my animals adjusting, I don't know if you can hear Atticus, he's been like meowing in the background. He's been adjusting to this new dynamic. And even like with Nova, like, Nova went from a house with like three cats and a cat outside and a dog. So she was constantly like playing and going and doing and running around and like 
had, you know, a massive like pasture to like run around and just like be the wild child that she is to now like this little gated community where I'm told like she's got to be like on a leash. And I'm like, I'm like, do you know, do you not know us? (laughs) Can't tame this wild horse. Um, so it's just like, it's an adjustment. So she's a little bit more anxious or she's a little bit more like, oh gosh, mom, like I'm so bored, you know, like I want to run around. I want to play. I need you to play. I'm going to rip up this carpet. (laughs) I want to like, you know, chew on all these things. And so it's been kind of for me personally now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't just like jump into work in like my typical like nine to five of where I like to do my work, right? Like I I have to almost do things when um, she's napping. It's crazy. It sounds like I have a child. Like, you know, it's just, it's so fucking wild. Because like last night I was working um, till like 11 o'clock at night because she was finally tired, you know? It's like, and we even went like for a car ride and she always like naps in the car. Like it's literally like having a toddler or what I would imagine having a toddler because it's just like I couldn't get my shit done and it was so frustrating and I felt so snippy with her in the moment and I just I felt so bad because I knew like she's obviously teaching me something it's showing me something that I need to look at within myself and I I feel there's Atticus um I feel like it was just showing me that I need to be more flexible in my my flow of when I actually am getting work done. And maybe it's not always, you know, nine to five and um, it's, you know, late at night of when I start doing some work, right? So it's, it's all a learning process, you guys. There's so much, um, but it's really, really good. And just know that it's all here, you know, any kind of triggers that come up are just here for us to gain awareness of and to move through and to let go. And it's an opportunity. It's always an opportunity for us to look at something that we can um, move through and let go and be better and make space for more aligned things. Um, but I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I don't know if you can hear Atticus meowing in the background, but in case you can, um, I think it might be best for me to wrap up this podcast and see what he needs. I'm sure he wants some, he wants some food, I'm sure. Um, But anyways, thank you so much guys for tuning in every single week. It's always such a pleasure to talk to all of you. Um, I still, it's so funny. I'm still getting downloads on the, um, what the fuck is an Akashic name because um, I find, you know, that's a great one to start with, especially for anybody who like, you know, knows me and is seeing that I've changed my name. It's always a great one to start with because I think that is usually the question on a lot of people's mind when they hear um, the name, you know, an Akashic name. So it's just so cool to see how this podcast continues to reach new people and to, you know, it's just so, so much fun to do every single week. And I really enjoy talking with you guys and just seeing what flows out of me. And um, I really enjoy connecting with all of you every single week. So um, definitely reach out to me. Let me know if you have any comments or if there's any topics that you ever want to chat with about. But I really enjoy this and I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Have a good one.